What's happening, Hampton Roads? This is Rico and Courtney Gonzalez, Mr. and Mrs. 757, with another episode coming at you. So what's going on, Court? Everything. That's right, that's right. What's going on in our lives so far? Well, it's summer 2021. Right. And we just dropped Theo off in Ohio, or you dropped Theo off in Ohio, and we are back to being empty nesters that's right empty nesters oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> so it's how you feeling about that babe you gonna I'm be feeling. all right i'm all right all right i only cried once <laughs> so actually twice <laughs> <laughs> well, we're being very honest today yeah, it's all good ain't no thing so that means last time we dropped theo off we had a stellar year <laughs> we did yeah we got what five more months left or how many more? I don't know. A couple more le- months to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. September, October, November, December. So four more months left. We're mm-hmm. about to smash it out the park. Let's do it. Yeah, definitely. In other news, uh, on Sunday, we binge watched Cocaine Cowboys. <laughs> that was a pretty awesome documentary, that I have to admit. That was crazy. Those guys are nuts. Mm. Courtney was like, they make it look so cool. <laughs> Courtney finished up Survivor. <laughs> oh, and also Outer Banks. Y'all need to check out Outer Banks on Netflix. John B. Anyways, so that's what's been going on in our lives. <laughs> but let's talk real estate. That's why okay. we're here. That's what people don't want to hear about uh, what we're watching on Netflix anyways. <laughs> All right, so the market, what's happening? It's cooling down a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting and nerve-wracking all at the same time right i'm gonna go with more exciting than anything because this means the normality feels like it's coming back a little bit which is nice right right it's just an adjustment that needs to happen as realtors on how we conduct our business right and you know there's nothing more annoying to me than somebody who is always doom and gloom who always wants to like push this fear factor right onto people as to why they should buy or sell immediately. And I know plenty of real estate agents that do that. Now's the time you have to buy it because X, Y, and Z or now, 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 now <laughs> it's going to do this. It's going to do that. And it's like fear, fear, fear. Right, you right. know what I mean? And you can hit them with the facts and your opinions, but yeah, the fear mongering part. I, I know yeah, what you're talking about. It's, it's not my style and it's really repulsive to me. But there's, uh, there's benefits, there's pros and cons in any season. Mm-hmm. So we plan to thrive no matter what. Oh, yeah. We're going to succeed no matter what. Absolutely. Right. So what that, the sizzle, it's still a hot market. It's still seller have, like sellers definitely have the advantage still. Right. Still a seller's market. Correct. But it's starting to chill out just a little bit. So a, a good property in good condition that's priced right isn't necessarily seeing 20 offers in five seconds, but maybe five in a couple of days. Right. Well, let's start this way. Let's start how the market was. So the past, let's say, 18 months or so, like right around coronavirus 2020 era of real estate. Okay. It was bananas. Yeah. Heavy, heavy seller's market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> it was bananas. Yeah, so what that means is there were, like, l- less inventory, okay? Like, in Virginia Beach, I remember hearing that all the inventory would sell out in less than a month. 
Yeah. Yeah. A normal market is six months of inventory. Correct. And we're sitting there with like less than a month of inventory. Right, which means it's extreme seller's market. Yeah. And there was tons of buyers out there that were willing, ready, and able to buy. Correct. Coupled with the fact that low interest rates, we were jamming all this in our podcast last year. Interest rates are low. Interest rates are low. Interest rates are low. Right. So that created like the perfect storm for the sellers. Correct. Yeah. So you would list a piece of junk on a property. Mm Mm-hmm. And you get 50 offers or something like that. Yes. Not even uh, realistic-y. You probably get like 15 offers. Yes. Do you remember that house in Rosemont Forest that we went to go see? Um, I sh- I had like um, an internet lead call me about it. We went to go show it. And I showed it to somebody, but you showed it to another couple that was hot on the trot for a property. The, okay. the Penningtons went to see it. Okay. But the yes, place I do remember it. was ridiculous i remember this house because it was on earl street yeah yeah so i grew up with my best friend earl and this house we used to do dirt in <laughs> is next door and it's being sold it's chad's old house i had to text earl i said yo earl is this chad's old house he's like yeah man that's so chad anyways well it was not nice okay it Kay. was not nice by any stretch of the measure mm-hmm. and it was not price wicked low either because it's a seller's market they can get it right so your people went far above and beyond we that asking price. We went way over. Yeah. My guy was like instantly intimidated. He's like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. They're not going to fix anything? <laughs> They're not going to come down in price? <laughs> no, brother. You better bring it and bring it, you know, bring it like you're talking about. Listen, when I got there, there was a line to get in the door already. And when we finally got in the door, people were waiting behind us. They were touring the out the backyard. It was just like. A a circus. It was a zoo. Yeah, it was a circus. Right. Da, 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 and little monkey come out with a <laughs> banana, clowns and everything. Like, man, what the heck? Popping out. It yeah. was weird. So they got above and beyond top dollar for yep. this piece of junk house because this there's thing no other carpets. options. The uh, kitchen wasn't redone. I mean, everything that, like, you want, it didn't have. It was right. just a house. In a decent school system. Yeah, great school system for sure. Right. So, anyways, that's just like an example of how bananas this market was. And then I had a seller that listed, and we were strategic in our pricing because we wanted to list it just below market value so that we could create a frenzy. Right. And Smart. Yeah. So, every offer we had was far above asking. And, and that was actually the norm last year. Yeah. That is correct. This couple uh, accepted an offer $70,000 over ask price. 70, that's seven zero. And they guaranteed the funds if it didn't appraise. And that was like (laughs) the largest like jaw dropper for me that I experienced personally because who does that? Like why would you want to overpay that much money? I mean, it was a gorgeous house too. Agreed. In a gorgeous neighborhood. Agreed. But 70000 is like, whoa. And that was not our highest and best offer. Well, it, it was definitely, we considered it the best offer, but it wasn't the highest offer. Yeah. We had one that was closer to 78000 But there's a couple things, reasons why they didn't choose yeah. that one. That's a tip for you buyers out there that think uh, whoever has the highest offer is going to win. It's not always the price. There's other terms involved. Right. I took a guy around town. And wrote 18 different offers, babe. 
O-M-G. And not in like Virginia Beach, Chesapeake, man. We're going out to Hampton, Newport News, Denby. We wrote 18 different offers and lost all of them. Right. Well, let's just say why he lost all of them. Okay. Okay. okay so we'll, we'll do that. We, we started at a certain price point uh, and his expectations were off. Whack. His whack. expectations were whack. Anyway, so we were like all over the place and it was a learning process for him in right. a crazy seller's market. Mm-hmm. Because in the past, all he knows is, you know, I'm going to get my closing costs paid. I'm going to uh, go down low, t- 10000 below <laughs> list price um, and get everything fixed up. Nice try, homie. Yeah. Well, anyways, we ended up getting a perfect house for that client. Correct. And he... He started to wise up a little bit. Like, as as time went on, he started going above ask price. He yeah. started saying um, home inspection for information only. Yeah. He was willing to pay his closing costs, like, stuff like that. But he started to wise up, but not enough yep. to be aggressive enough to land something. Yep. And it's cool because he was convinced that he was overpaying when he finally did go under contract. And he kept telling Rico man, if this isn't going to appraise, and then I'm out. Like, he was just sure that he was overpaying. <laughs> and I was feeling so bad for Rico. It's but all any- good. But anyways, the equity it- in the house grew this year. We knew it was going to appraise. We didn't have any any worries whatsoever. Yeah. And the appraised value today, what is he in it for? How much? How many grand is he in that property for equity-wise? And it's Probably only got about been- 60 in it. And it's only been not even a year. Probably yeah. about 60,000 yeah. equity. Yeah. 60,000 equity, guys. That's how crazy this market was. He made a killer investment. Yeah. And I said, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so normal things that we would see in this crazy seller's market were people going above asking price. That was that was standard. Norm. Mm-hmm. That was standard. Expected. Yeah. Back in the day when I first started, uh, sellers were paying their closing costs. But now the buyers were paying their own closing costs. In some instances, we even seen... Or heard of the buyers paying for the seller's closing costs. Correct. Yeah. And what else was uh, some people were foregoing the whole inspection process. Right. And going straight to pending. That's so scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, others were doing inspections for information only and not asking for anything to be fixed. Right. And that was the norm. That's almost expected in this crazy market. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, appraisal guarantees was a thing. Correct. Uh, escalation clauses were in there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, you had all these little tricks up your sleeve to throw in an offer and hopefully you get it. And you still, sometimes you still don't get it. Right. You're offering your firstborn child. Like, and dang, man, we threw everything at it. Yeah. Oh, man. Then he'd be hurt for a few days, hug the dog. He was just like, oh. You hug the dog. It was yeah. tough. Yeah. I mean, I had somebody at the end of December who, who ended up closing and we probably wrote 10 different offers. And we just kept getting outbid, outbid, outbid every they time. They were good offers too. They were d- they were very good offers. Remember, yeah. It was just the the price point that she's at is very desirable. So we were up against multiple offers every single time. Right. And the beauty about her deal was she finally landed something, and it was the perfect place for them. And I think she paid two ninety ish. I can't remember the exact price. I think it was two ninety, yeah. And now in that neighborhood, top dollar is well over three fifty. Amazing. And, and that was <laughs> what amazing. six months, seven, eight months ago. Eight yeah. months ago. Yeah. That's bananas. 
We also saw some of the buyers get frustrated and say they wanted to wait till the market shifts a bit. Right. Right. A lot. Heard a lot of that. Mm -hmm. We also saw sellers. So let's talk about a seller standpoint. So we not only help people buy houses to live in, we also help them sell houses. So listing a property was fun. If you're a seller, you're king. Right. You're like, my loyal subjects, (laughs) come see my property. Bow down to me. Yeah. It was like that. You got to be nice to the seller's agent and everything. Like, it was so crazy. <laughs> but being the seller's agent, man, you were the man or you were the woman. Right. So you put something on the market, right? All right. Ding, 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 ding. It was like Royal Rumble <laughs> on WWE. Let's get ready to rumble. Right. It was like people outside in the front yard fighting, people stealing keys. Yes. I had oh people gosh. steal my keys. That's why I put an extra lockbox on the property. Um, so you put something on the market for the first day. Boom, 20 showings. By the end of the night, you got six offers in your hand. Mm-hmm. You you know, you don't want to torture everybody. And you can't get to these people fast enough to say they can see it. Uh, it used to be, let me see this property from 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock. Now it was like, back then it was like, hey, let me see it from 1 to 115. <laughs> yeah, right. 15-minute <laughs> time's lost. 15-minute increment. So that's how crazy it was last year as a seller. Yeah, and we say last year. I mean, we're still talking about 2021. We're not talking about 2020, right? We're still. I'm, I'm talking 2020. I mean, this this still happens in 2021, but we are starting to feel a little cool down. As of June. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's been bananas up until about June, and June it started to the sizzle of the heat of the market started to like simmer down. I started feeling it maybe like end of June, uh, middle August. You know, first week in August. Uh, sorry. End of June, July. After 4th of July, it was like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> shouldn't, this, shouldn't this be sold already? Right. Well, the inventory started popping off. So there was all of a sudden a lot more inventory available. Yeah, because all the sellers that were scared to sell because they couldn't find something to buy, um, right. they were putting theirs on the market. Really, and COVID was uh, a huge piece of that. Like True. they're scared to have to sell their house because of COVID. Or, um, but... Yeah, but like you said, they're buying and selling. They're selling first and then buying second. Right. So now they're comfortable now. Now they got these vaccines out. And now they're, okay, let's put it on the market now, honey. Yeah, whatever makes them comfy. Mm-hmm. So with the rise of inventory, give me a little static in my, are you hearing static on mine? No. Okay, it's probably just mine. Anyways, with the rise of inventory, um, what we're seeing now is market time has increased. Correct. Yeah, because there's more choices for these buyers. Right. Now, if you have the perfect house with a new kitchen, new bathroom, new roof, new HVAC, new water heater, uh, new flooring, everything done up, you're still going to get that, guys. You're still going to get 20 offers coming in or right. all these crazy stories you're hearing. But for the um, the average house <laughs> with maybe some upgrades and maybe they painted. You know, <laughs> maybe they painted. A 10-year-old roof, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that might be on the market for a bit longer, which right. isn't bad. When I got in, the market time was like 30 days on the market. Uh, it should be sold. Right. And then we got thrown into one day on the market. It sold. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so now we're like, what, a one-week, two-week mo- two tops mark? Yeah. I mean, it's still an aggressive market. So for sellers sure. definitely, you know, if you're looking to sell, you just want to consult a professional that can give you a current pulse and tell you what exactly you need to do in the property to make it appealing to buyers. Correct. And I staged a property for the first time 
like in a very, very, very long time. Because uh-huh. in in 2020, 2021, you don't need to stage. We didn't need to stage it. All you needed to do put the for sale sign up, and boom, you've got a hundred offers, yeah. right? But now that this particular property is super cute, but it's super small. So it has a decent price tag on it. So we wanted to make sure that when people came in, they could envision they c- it. They could, they didn't, they could see the space for what it was worth. We weren't staging before, right. but in this m- now that things are the sizzle has kind of come down, we want to make it appealing and give yeah. the buyers the best or the sellers the best option possible. Another thing uh, you need to do, sellers, would be to price the property correctly. Yes, that's huge. Yeah. You can't throw anything on the market and expect top dollar off the bat. Consult with a realtor. Consult with Mr. and Mrs. 757, and we'll let you know what you need to do. Um, But, yeah, so that's what's happening right now. Longer market times. uh, There has been an increase in price reductions. So what's that mean? As a realtor, what that tells me is people were throwing their houses on the market at top dollar and not getting any bites. So every week or two, they're bringing that price down. Everybody sees it, so you should have priced it right the first time, right? Right, because if you want to take the risk and overprice the property, right, it's a risk. It's a risk because what happens in a market where we now have inventory, uh, buyers have other options. So they're instead of going into the property and thinking, okay, we got to make a move, they're thinking, okay, let's see what else is out there. Yeah. You know, so you're in then what happens is the property sits for a week, two weeks because no ev- everybody's overlooking it. There's no sense of urgency to pick it up. Yeah. And what ends up happening is then you at least paint the place when the buyer comes along <laughs> that does want to make a move. They're going to try and get you down on the price. They're going to, because there's, it's been sitting now. Yeah, they see how many days it's been on there. They're going to do their very best to get their closing costs paid Uh because they feel they have negotiating power now. That's right. So instead of hoping that you get this crazy price, you should consult a realtor, get what is happening in the market, in that neighborhood specifically, and then identify a price that is going to be appealing to buyers. That's right, that's right. You know, the, the greed that this market has created for some sellers is just absolutely nonsense. Right. Now, Courtney and I, uh, we do have a formula for all you sellers out there that are thinking, not going to share it on the air, but if you want to sell, give us a shout. Yes. So that's what is happening now. Now, mind you, it is still a seller's market. It hasn't completely cooled down and flipped over to a buyer's market yet. We're just letting you know what's happening and what we've seen in the field. Uh, boots on the ground, so to speak. Right. I met with a buyer yesterday, had a buyer consultation, and he was telling me, okay, so I don't have any money like to for closing costs or any major repairs. Okay. But I do have... This, my pre-approval, somebody's going to lend me the money. And is it realistic in this market to move forward knowing that I can't compete with paying my own closing costs? It is. Which is a great question. Depending on what his expectations are. Right. So then I just had to kind of roll out what's realistic and what's not realistic. And if you have a realistic expectation moving forward, then you're not going to be 
you know, beat up by this market. Yeah. I mean, he could try. He could try to get the best of the best out there and ask for closing costs, go over a little bit. Um, most likely. Right. But won't. if he's competing against other buyers, it's yeah. going to be really challenging if he can't pay his own closing costs. But there, d- but because the market's starting to sizzle down a little bit, mm-hmm. there is m- there is options for him. So he just has to have the right perspective because I have another buyer in the car right now who's pre-approved. We've seen a zillion properties, but he's uh, he's not listening to me. So what happens is because he's not listening to me, he's getting beat up by the market. So he's going in. Okay, we were at the house the other day. He's like, I want this house. I got to have this house. I really want it. I was like, okay, (laughs) well, can I give you a suggestion? Because I know how he thinks he wants to get a good deal. And he's not going to get a good deal because we're up against other buyers. That I know. So this would be my suggestion. Go in at this price and do this. And he's like, okay, you think they'll take five grand less than what you just said? (laughs) I was like, I will write whatever you want me to on paper. But just know the sellers may be cool with it, but it doesn't mean it's going to beat out the other buyers. So anyways, it's every property is going to be different. So you need to have a realtor to help you with how to move forward with that. Long story short, he tried to get a good deal. He didn't get the property. He got his feelings hurt. He's getting beat up. <laughs> that other guy I talked to the other day, I gave him some realistic expectation. He was listening to me. It was a beautiful thing. Yeah. So I'm excited to get them in the car and show them some properties and f- help them find a house that they can invest in and make some money off of in the future. Right. Awesome. So that's what's happening in the market right now, guys. Courtney's got a couple stats or an article that she found. You want to know? Okay, we're going to scratch that. So where is this market going actually let me backtrack it one more time to give some tips uh, to some of the sellers out there what they should be doing what to expect in this changing market right so this market is changing and it's always changing to be honest it's like a lung it's active it's alive it's Mm -hmm. breathing it's always moving so we have a current pulse because we're in it every single day yeah and that's why i always it annoys me when people have like people tell like somebody in their ear telling them what they should do and how they how they did it back this, 10 years ago when yeah. they bought yeah and even a buyer that or a seller that did it 5 years ago is not is not the same situation here so anyways consulting a realtor off the bat who knows what they're talking about is is vital so anyways what sellers should be doing currently mm-hmm. is contacting a professional and letting them come in and and, and give them the 411. Right. Because every property is going to be different. Every city is different. Every neighborhood is different. But the biggest thing is your price and your condition. Because those are the two things that sell a house. Price and condition. That's it. It doesn't go out uh, outside of that. Okay. Gotcha. All right. And uh, as far as the buyers, what can buyers do? Well, here's one thing I could tell you. Um, last year I lost, not really lost, a lot of uh, buyer clients that I had, a lot of them decided to wait the market out. Okay. Right? Now's the time, guys. Now's the time. I'm seeing it happen. All you guys out there that wanted your closing costs paid, we could possibly get it done. Um, get qualified um, because the interest rates are still low. Right. And that's the biggest reason why now is a great time to buy. It's because the interest rates are still low because they are projected to go up. 
Right. When they go up, that means you can buy less house for less money. No, more house for less money. No, right now you can buy more house for less money. But when the interest rates go up. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you say that. Okay, yeah, you're correct. Yeah. So because the interest rates are so low right now, <laughs> now is an amazing time to buy because the market is starting to shift a little. Mm-hmm. So because it's, again, you have to have realistic expectations and not every house is going to be the same. But, I mean, if we're not competing against other buyers. And more inventory is coming. And there's more market choices. time. You have an opportunity. Yeah. So the market's really, it's balancing out. It came from super seller market. Now it's balancing out. And even for the sellers, I had a lot of sellers that decided not to sell last year because they couldn't find a, a house to buy. Well, guys, now the inventory is creeping up a bit. It's time. Now's the time to do it. Right. But they have to have an ec- understanding, too, that the market where you were getting far above asking price, mm-hmm. you were getting sellers to guarantee over appraised value, you were getting people to waive inspections, you were getting people to basically, you know, give you their firstborn child and everything else, you know, a, that's afforded to them in a sale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that isn't 100% what's happening anymore. Yeah. So my, last, my last three listings, uh, personally, they all ask for inspections. Right, thankfully. Yeah. And I think it's smart. Every buyer That's should. Smart thing to do. Right? Yeah. But um, that that craze is kind of coming to an end or for now. Yeah. So that expectation has to be set. So that might not be happening for, for the sellers today. Gotcha. Um, so where do you think the market's going, in your opinion? Well, as long as the interest rates stay low, we're, there's demand. But as like we are seeing in these articles and what we're seeing personally is that the inventory is growing. So I personally feel like it's going to balance out before it gets to be a major buyer's market. I think we're going to spend a little bit of time in this balance. Who knows where where the future may bring us. Right. It could change that. That could change too. Anything could happen, right? Right. That's a great observation there. What about you, babe? Well, with the rise of inventory, as long as that happens, I think it's 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 going to bounce. And we'll probably stay in the bounce market for about six months or six to eight months. The reason I say that is because uh, um, I'm playing with the levers of the, um, what's it called? I, I just lost my train of thought. I'm playing with the levers of the inventory and the interest rate staying low. I've heard from uh, lenders' mouths that they are planning yes. to raise the interest rate. So eventually that's going to come, um, and that'll swing into the other direction, into a buyer's market. But I think we'll stay in a balanced market for about six to eight months, and everybody will have their fair share. But it will creep up to a buyer's market afterwards, which is pretty fun too. I like doing that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like I said in the beginning, there's pros and cons to every season. So you just have to capitalize on what's taking place. and. Right now, it's exciting for buyers and sellers. Yeah. We've heard other predictions, too, that it'll be a heavy, uh, what's it called, short sale market in the future. Yeah, mm-hmm. heard that. We've heard other predictions that'll be a big uh, 
foreclosure market coming soon. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't foresee that at all. Yeah. Short sales, I could see. I could see short sales. Yeah. So, anything else? Nope. I think that's it. That's the pulse on the market currently. The thing's starting to sizzle down a little bit. So, if you were thinking about holding off until things got better, now is a better time than ever to make some moves and take advantage of these low interest rates. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, if you need to reach out to us, we're on Facebook, Mr. and Mrs. 757. We are also on Instagram, Mr. and Mrs. 757. YouTube, Mr. and Mrs. 757. And uh, podcast, Mr. and Mrs. 757. Hit us up. Good night, guys.